My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Now on to the top five. One, two, three, four, five. Oof. Man, there's some other people that came super close. Uh, I see you guys out there running the production you're running, uh, looking strong for sure. But we are going to start with number five. This is why the man is smiling. Jason and Melissa Bruno, Fitz team. They made 20 dials this week, two contacts, zero appointments booked, but ended up having one sit. You'll have to explain that. Uh, and uh, two apps, zero referrals, both apps for life apps for 8548 in premium. Jason Bruno, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to see a doctor about those bumps you got there in your arms. <laughs> oh, man, I'm fired up about this. Um, Tell us who you are. I am Jason Bruno. My better half is Melissa Bruno. She's the dialer. She books the appointments and I go seize the people. Because <laughs> uh, that's what we're good at. So, um, let's see. Yeah, the, the one sit on no appointments booked. Uh, in In this week's activity, we didn't book any appointments, but I got to sit on one from last week. Um, so lady that uh, we, we, we stepped out, you know, a couple of weeks ago after the success team call, uh, ours is Sunday night at seven 30. And uh, I looked at Mel and I said, we can't steal second with our foot on first, hmm. you know, and admittedly it's been a while since we kind of bet big on us. You know what I mean? So we made a significant lead order you know, for us, it's over $500. And um, uh, these are the two apps so far. There's there's three or four other couples that we just can't, you know, get together with. We're trying like crazy, but um, especially before conference, but oh well. But this couple, they're older. Um, she's 63 and a tax attorney just down the street from here. Uh, they live down by us in <laughs> 45 south. minutes south of here. Yeah, 45 minutes south of here. We, we work down the street from one another. And uh, her husband's a 70 uh, retired chief of police. And so they wanted something that if one of them died, it's a half a million dollar mortgage. They, they wanted, you know, just something. Didn't pay off the mortgage, but uh, they were really smart about it. They were like, well, we have this much to pay off. Either we only owe that much or we can pay off, you know, we, we may have to refinance 100000 and you know, make it be really affordable. So um, it feels good. I'm not going to lie. feels good. I can't believe I barely made it. <laughs> Dang, y'all. Like three weeks ago, it was like 5,000 get you in. <laughs> but uh, I'm fired up. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at conference. Um, if we haven't met yet, please make sure we meet. Um, if you have a meal ticket, make sure I know about it so we can get you a seat at their table. Yeah, and if you're not joined the Slack channel, let us know. You yes, want to make sure you get on please. the NatCon Slack and, channel. And all the leaders should be adding people that they know are coming to yeah. the conference. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks. Well done. <laughs> Here you're trying to figure out commissions. Uh, cut that number in half. You know, 8,500, cut it in half, and you get a rough idea of what he made. Bruno's been here 15 years, <laughs> right? Holy crap. 
Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I guess Anna was three and now she's graduating high school. So, uh, <laughs> he's been here 15 years. He's not on a 50% contract. We don't even start. That's not even a contract. We start people at, uh, but, uh, just give you a rough idea of what he made. So the point I wrote down there was bet big. You know, if you're not willing to bet big on you, who is, I mean, I always think that if somebody's not willing to bet big on them, why would I, as, as a coach, as a mentor or somebody leading them, I'm not going to bet big on somebody that's not going to bet big on themselves. And uh, Bruno and Melissa have been betting big for years. Uh, I mean, as a small business owner, uh, they were some of our earliest employees, right? And and I always think, and they've been here for a long time now, but I always think those earliest employees, Joanne and the Brunos and Vern, and I mean, I think they really took a chance on us. Uh, they bet big on us as small business owners. We didn't know if this was really going to work or not yet. Uh, but they bet big and, uh, and look, it's paying off for them as well. I mean, a $500 lead investment and making back four grand in commissions. I mean, I don't know if you measure returns, but 800% is not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. So well done, Jason and Melissa. Good job on the dials, Mel, and good job on the appointment. Bruno, give him a hand. <laughs> One of my favorite movies, and I talk about it all the time, I feel like, but uh, is Rounders. If you hadn't watched it, you should. Matt Damon, Ed, uh, Ed Norton uh, are in the, all of a sudden Ed Norton didn't sound right, but that's the guy. They're in the movie Rounders, a poker movie. It's about uh, them playing poker and whatever. And uh, the saying was, you can't lose what you don't put into the middle of the table. Meaning if you don't bet, you can't lose it. And, and Matt Damon's character comes back and says, but you can't win much either uh, if you don't put it in the table. So uh, they, they did. Big bet. I love it. All right. Number four. Got a lot of Yankees up here today. Uh, in fourth place, we have Megan Yankee on the Yankee team. 123 dials, 11 contacts, 10 appointments, 7 sits, 9 apps, 12 referrals. All nine were life apps for $8,827.56. 56 cents. Megan Yankee, everybody. Hey, can you hear me? That looks just like Jonathan. It sounds like him, too. Yeah, not Megan. <laughs> um, so she's actually in jury duty this morning. Um, so I'm going to speak for her. But my name is Jonathan Yakey. I am Megan's husband. And what? Yeah, has a nice ring to it. Um, yeah, she, she had a really good week. Um, I'm just really proud of her. She's been doing a lot of everything. So she's been working leads, referrals, current clients. And she found um, annuity money that she's going back to write once we get back from conference, which is exciting. So um, we've been working, you know, separate as far as running business and have really big goals this year and just really excited to help the, the team grow. I, so, I mean, it's, it, you may have more to say. I noticed the, the window down there said not Megan. That was funny. Uh, but um I'm, before I give you the hand and all that sort of stuff, and I know we're going to hear from you next, but I mean, and you may say the same thing for you, but, but I mean, Megan's been a, you guys are good producers. I mean, you, you qualified for the extension for Alaska and Seattle. Uh, the points, mm -hmm. I think it showed at 250,000 roughly that you got for that last trip. You're good producers, but I mean, this is, you guys have started the year off strong. January is looking really good. What do you think Megan changed? And we'll talk about you later, but what do you think Megan changed mm -hmm. to see this, these kind of results? Well, one thing she's changed, she's been making more phone calls, for sure. 
um, than she normally has. She's She's been reading more too. Um, typically I'm the one that's reading and she's still better than me, even though she's not reading. <laughs> um, but that's something she's changed, which is really cool. Um, but I would just say that like the activity and being intentional about, um, her time, which is what I've noticed at least she's, uh, been really focused on like, Hey, am I being efficient with my time? Um, am I slowing down, asking good questions? Am I calling my referrals? Really just the fundamentals, stuff you talk about fits, um, which, you know, sometimes it's kind of frustrating, but the fundamentals make you great. And the more you can, you know, get laser focused on the fundamentals in the business, the better you'll do. Um, and focus is a superpower too. I believe it. And, uh, when you get focused on something, you, you start getting results. And if you can keep doing that, I mean, the sky's the limit really. So both of us want to try to do what we did combined this past year separately is our, that's our goal wow. is what we did combined last year. We do buy on our own this year and we can do it. Um, we have the team, the resources, anybody can do it. And Megan's really, I'm just really proud of her. She's that, that's what I would say activity and time management, being intentional with who she's seeing um, and doing the basics. I love it. So. Again, from Jonathan shortly, but uh, I wrote down more dials, reading and focus, focus, focus on the basics. You know, if you never get off the basics, you never have to go back to the basics. Uh, it's funny. I feel like in my career, I, I constantly say, oh, I'm just getting back to the basics. And I've really, the last couple of years, been, been really trying to stay on them. So I don't, I don't lose focus and I don't lose momentum and I don't have to go back to the basics. Just stay on them. Uh, if they work so good, why do we quit doing them, right? Um, but uh, the reading part is big. and I, I know we talk about it some. Some may feel like we talk about it too much, but, you know, I, Proverbs says, out of the fullness of a heart, a man speaks. And, and when we first met Joanne, she said, we're like sponges. You know, when you're squeezed, what's in you comes out. Um, I, somebody said something the other day about a grape. I think it was Simon Sneck. I heard him talking about a grape. Like, we're like grapes, and you have to bite into it to see what you get. Or I, I, I can't, I have to go back and listen to that quote again. But I know when I'm talking to somebody who's reading. I know when I'm reading because I know how I respond to things. When you're squeezed, when you're pressured, when you're in that moment that, that the truth is really going to come out, what is, your, what is the truth coming out of you? What is that? What is your, is it venom or is it, is it a blessing? I mean, what, what is coming out of you? And I can tell when, when people are just urgh, nasty and just mean and they, they're cutting and they're not, they're not complimentary. I mean, just, you just go, man, what, what are you putting inside of you? Because what's coming out? feels and tastes like poison as opposed to when you're talking to somebody who's reading and they're listening to the audios and they're they're really taking advantage and pouring into themselves when they're speaking what's in them is coming out and it's refreshing and and it's it's life-giving and people who are talking to you want to know more about what you know because you're so affirming and so positive and 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 the cynics of the world will make fun of you, but I'm telling you that that's what people want to be around is the good stuff that's coming out. And, um, 
That's why we emphasize so much. What are you digesting? What are you putting into you? Because what's going to come out of you is what's going to defile you, right? And so it's, it's important that you're putting good stuff in so the good stuff comes out. Um, thank you, Jonathan, for sharing that for uh, about Megan. I know that you're super proud of her. Give her another hand. I got out of jury duty one time by going to the wrong courthouse. <laughs> I didn't know. It was the first jury duty I had in Dallas, and I got the notice, and I knew where a courthouse was downtown, so I just, because you drive by it on 35, and I just went to there. And I got there like, no, you're at the wrong courthouse. Like, how many courthouses are there? I come from a small town in North Carolina. We had one courthouse. It was in the county seat of Graham, North Carolina. I, I know where the courthouse is. Like, we have like eight courthouses downtown. I was like, eight? They said, don't worry. We'll just put you on our list. So they put me at the end, which, of course, meant I wasn't going to get called up for jury duty. So if anybody's looking for a way to get out of jury duty, maybe just go to the wrong courthouse. All right. <laughs> they, don't, they don't buy that anymore now that we live in Collin County and there's only one courthouse. Um, but number three. We have Jonathan Yakey on the Yakey team, 167 dials, 24 contacts, 15 appointments, seven sits, six apps, 15 referrals, all six for life apps, $10,006 and 68 cents. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. And I'm back. There he is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> where'd you come from? Um, man, I'm really grateful for this call for the team um this was a good week I have I don't have a lot to say but I will say a few things um that I've really been trying to focus on because like last week was kind of frustrating for me and in this business you're if you make a commitment to do something that's big either whether it's commit to yourself to do something out of your comfort zone commit to your team Whatever it is, if it's a big commitment, you're going to be tested. Um, it's just reality, but you can get through it. So big thing for me this week was I just kind of slowed down and like looked through some old notes and journals from conferences because this will be my fourth national convention. My first one was in 2016. So I slowed down and just realize like hey five years ago I wasn't even in this business hmm. and it's kind of crazy to think that like well, what's five years from this day gonna look like if I wasn't even in this business five years ago um so anyways just practice gratitude I was in, I would encourage you to do that you're always going to be as happy as you are grateful um in life and doing this and you're going to help more people if you stay in that lane um, so that's been a big thing for me this week. Um, another thing was, I've, like I said last week or a couple weeks ago, I've like slowed down to think about my business. And I want to be really clear on something too. Um, this is why we need team members. It was brought to my attention, like the way I was communicating something on one of the sales meetings could be taken wrong. Uh, so I want to be clear. Like when I say I wasn't good at this business when I started, I want to be very clear. I was still making money. Okay. Um, I don't want you to think that you have to be bad to make money. Like I just was having to work a lot more than people that were around me to get a similar result. Um, so hopefully that's encouraging. Like I just want to be clear there. Like 
part-time I did 30,000. My first year full-time was 84 grand. So yes, I'm better than I was then because of the team and the system and continuing to work and show up. Um, anyways, just wanted to clarify that. But one point from the week is just asking good questions. I had like three of my appointments already had a lot of coverage. And in the past, I probably wouldn't have written business on those appointments, but I really just asked questions like, hey, what was the purpose of that coverage that you got then? What was going on in your life then? And just really digging deep, like going vertical with a subject, like down, I guess. Yeah, vertical instead of staying horizontal. Um, and trying to ask multiple questions on the same subject to help people realize, oh yeah, that's why I did fill this out. Like I am covered, but I want more or you know, things like that. So ask good questions, show up, lean on your team and you can't, can't lose. So I'm excited for the year. Um, I know you and Heather are as well. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh. I'm a thinker, you can tell. I mean, when he, whenever he says things, you can tell. Like he he really chews on stuff and meditates on stuff, and and then it comes out. And I go, man, that's so wise. But it wasn't accidental. You know, he's been thinking about it. Um, he I wrote down practice gratitude. I like that. You you can't the ha the happier the more gratitude you show, the happier you'll be. Uh, and I think there is a cause and effect there um, that, you know, one leads to the other. Um, but uh, I wrote down, go deep. I remember hearing, and I've said this before on this call, but I, I've heard years ago, I heard a speaker from stage say, um, you know, if you're drilling for oil in Texas uh, and you drill, uh, you're, you're more likely to find oil on the hole that you drill a hundred feet deep than on a hundred holes, one feet deep, one foot deep. Does that make sense? So if you took one subject and go deep on it, you're more likely to make connection and find out real reasons as opposed to very surfacey stuff. And that's one of the reasons that I, I, I just sort of naturally believe that women are better at this business because they, they more naturally go deep in conversation than men do. You know, men get together a cookout and we're going to talk about, you know, how the Cowboys finished up eight and eight, though we did finish up the season on a win. Um, we didn't lose the last game. We, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that sort of stuff. We'll talk about what we do for a living, but we keep it real surfacey. Uh, whereas um, women, I mean, you sit there, you, I know when we've left parties before, it's like, yeah, I talked to this guy and 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 this guy. Who'd you talk to? She's like, well, I talked to this one girl. Let me just tell you all about her. And she's like, whoa, you know, you know her whole life story. Well, it's because Heather went deep and I, I stayed shallow on things. So um, it's uh, men, I challenge you to go deeper in conversation to find really the reason behind the reason that's behind the reason. Now you're getting somewhere and that's where you'll reach people on an emotional level and uh, make sales that you wouldn't have made before because you went deeper. Um, and an, an example would be, so a lot of times I'll have agents come back that didn't make a sale and they'll say, you know, um, I didn't make a sale. Well, why do they want to buy it? He wants to make sure if something happens to him that she's taken care of. What's he concerned is going to happen to him? I don't know. There's an example of you stayed shallow, you could have gone deeper. Because, because I think most husbands want to make sure to provide for their wife. 
I'd say, I'd say it's a general trend. I always say women, women, if you, if you want your man to do something, just tell him, like <laughs> be really clear and tell him what you want. to. All we want to do is please our woman. Right. So it's like, just tell him what you want him to do. But, but, um, I lost my train track because I thought, just tell me, just tell me. Um, anyway, moving on, going deeper. It's, it really is a secret and a fundamental and don't stay shallow on that. Like, uh, I, I you know, for example, if, if you were in my home and you said, Fitz, why did you want this insurance? Well, I want to make sure she's taken care of uh, in case something happens to me. What are you concerned is going to happen to you? Well, my father died at 58 of heart problems with diabetes complications. You know, it, that, that's, it's, it's in the back of my mind. It's always back there. Every physical I get, I look at all the stats that would lead to that kind of issue. Uh, oh, really? So he was young. When did he start having those issues? This is how you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And before you know it, you're going to get deep with me where my dad was in his early 40s when he started having his first heart problems. And how old are you, Fitz? I'm in my early 40s. So now you're reaching me on an emotional level. You got a better chance of making a sale, right? Than if you just stayed shallow of, I just want to make sure she's provided for. Okay. So well done, Jonathan. That's perfect. And I'm glad you reminded us of it. Give him another hand, everybody. All right. Number two, Mr. Marty Doge on the Doge team, 45 dials, 14 contacts, 12 appointments, nine sits, seven apps, 10 referrals. All seven were live apps for $10,592.16. Marty Doge, everybody. Bonjour, Martin. Man, I tell you what, I could sit and listen to Jonathan all day. That guy knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name is Marty Doge. My wife, Diane, and I are director fit. Uh, we've been here a little over nine years, and uh, we're excited, man. Um, just a, a, It's funny that you, you are going over this topic of going deep. It's exactly what our team call was about last night. So um, it, it's funny how things ring true across the board. Um, but with my week, guys, I, it's, I had a good dial-to-contact appointment ratio, so um, – there wasn't a whole lot of dials, and I was looking at that going, well, that's it's rather embarrassing, but um, the result was not, so I'll take it. Um, but it's what it's what they were just talking about. It's the non-surface level questions that, uh, whether you're meeting with an annual review or if it's a first-time sale, because uh, the, the mix of my, my apps this week was about 70-30 annual review to new, eight, uh, new clients. But all of them had coverage. Uh, a couple of them told me that they wanted to think about it. And just by asking another question or two, got them to actually fill out the application with the premise of they're moving forward. And so I'm not going to add anything to what they were just talking about because I think it hit right on the nail. Our job is to make sure that no matter how good the appointment is going, don't overlook the necessity to make it hurt and get to the real actual reason that you're there. And so it's an emotional sale. So they need to be emotional when they're buying it. That's perfect. Well said, Marty. <laughs> Marty is in his car racking up some last minute production before conference. Uh, be Trying to get one more. <laughs> you think we need one more? Um, I think we need one more. All right. And, and that's, uh, that's, that's so important. I mean, going deep and um, we reiterate it and reiterate it, reiterate it. But um, 
you know, sometimes people will go out on current client appointments and like they come back and they go, they just want to change their beneficiary. That's it. You just need to get better at asking questions. Uh, because I guarantee you there's more, there's more, there's more, there's deeper, there's more emotional. Uh, there's, there's a, a, a deeper, deeper, deeper reason. One of my favorite books that I recommend and oftentimes we send out to new agents is uh, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betcher. Made a million dollars a year selling life insurance during the Great Depression. I think the man knows how to sell insurance. He didn't make his money selling books. He made his money selling insurance. And I always joke that, you know, the Christians have the Bible and Muslims have the Quran and you know, Jews have a Torah and, and life insurance agents have Frank Betcher's book. That's our holy scriptures, uh, the things that we need to memorize and really commit to our heart. But one of the things he would say that I picked up on and used in the home quite a bit is when somebody would say something, he would say, in addition to that, isn't there something else? In addition to that, isn't there another reason that you want to do this? In addition to that, and he would just keep, that was his big drill down. In addition to that, in addition, he would keep drilling down, looking for reasons that a lot of people aren't going to think of for themselves. Um, you know, when, when my parents went through a pretty bitter divorce, uh, I ended up going to a therapist once. Um, and my dad hooked me up with this therapist and I went and I came out of that after an hour session or a 50 minute session, whatever. And uh, I was probably 12 years old. And my dad was like, well, how'd it go? I said, whatever you paid that man, you got ripped off. So I've pretty much been like this my whole life. And he said, he said, he said, what are you talking about? I said, all that man did was ask me questions. I fixed my own problems. He didn't help me at all. He didn't tell me anything. I fixed it all. And of course that was my immaturity showing as I've gotten older, I realized that's why you pay that man the money because he knows the questions to ask and digging down and helping you solve those problems. And here's the thing. I owned those solutions because he helped me come up with it myself. Does that make sense? As opposed, he knew the answer in the first 60 seconds. You're a 12 year old punk. Quit, quit acting like it. <laughs> he could have just told me that for, and I would not have changed. It would have not, I, I mean, I would have walked out of there thinking that my dad got his money's worth, but I wouldn't have been any different. Um, instead, he asked the questions to help me come up with a solution that because I came up with it, I owned it. That's the same process we have in the home with clients. If it's not our job to tell them the solution, it's our job to help them discover the solution on their own. And now they own it. And that's one of the real secrets to keeping business on the books is it's not a policy they were sold. It's a policy that they own. And you only get there by going deep with things and getting them to tell you these answers. So uh, thank you, Marty, for continuing to set the example. I mean, like Bruno said, kicking off, man, I thought I was going to be up there with 8,000, but man, you know, got some, got some uh, five digit people this week. Congratulations, Marty. Give my hand. Heading back down to Houston, only one number one, Michelle Alleman on the Alleman team, 96 dials, 17 contacts, 14 appointments, 10 sits, 10 apps, 25 referrals. All 10 were live apps for $15,024. Give a hand to the great Michelle Alleman. Thanks. Um, my name is Michelle Alleman. Yes, uh, Mike and I are part of the FITS group. We're direct to you, FITS. Uh, grateful to be direct to you. Been here for 12 and a half years, located in Houston. And I really didn't realize how large my numbers were until I started adding them up um, last night and today. So um, sometimes it's a surprise even to me. You know, you just, you just put in the work you just put in the work and you keep working and you keep your head down. I guess that's um, what happened this week. You know, you just keep working. Uh, and I want to share a couple of little stories that may help you. 
on a couple of these appointments. One of them was a lead that I was um, dialing last Tuesday when Gina Hawks was here at our office. I just picked up a stack that was, I guess I had either follow up or go by. Maybe I'd talk to him. I, I looked at the lead. I looked at my notes. It's like four or five months old. I had been by there before on appointments. They no showed me and happened to call her last Tuesday. And she says, yes, I can see you, but it has to be early. And I, I said, okay. I said, I, I'll be there. She says, I have to leave and be somewhere at nine o'clock in the morning. I said, okay, I'll be there at 745 tomorrow. And this was, you know, Tuesday night. We have our hotspot all day Tuesday. We go to Night Owl. Gina Hawks was staying with us. Grace McGill was staying with us. And we stayed up until like midnight or one o'clock. And I told these ladies, I said, I'm leaving early the next morning. I have an appointment. And so I, I, I was gone. I didn't even see them. I didn't even see them leave. You know, uh, I said, there's the door. Just lock up when you leave, you know, and, um, I get there and she wanted, you know, 50,000 on herself and 50,000 on her husband and she's in a wheelchair, you know? And so I got her 50,000. That was about 7,000 in premium between the both of them. And so my point of that story is just, and she didn't have anywhere to go at nine o'clock y'all. That was the funny part. Like we were at nine 30 still sitting there and she didn't, I guess she was confused, you know? So I guess my moral of the story is, you know, go when, go when it's inconvenient. I had another one yesterday that um, I had one appointment, no show me. So I had a few minutes. I had just gotten the lead in like 10 minutes before I called it. And it was, I mean, I was all the way North and it was all the way South, but it was basically on my way home. You know, and so I said, well, I can be there by five o'clock. She said, well, I have to pick up my grandchildren at six. I said, no problem. I'll be there by five, five fifteen. I got there. I wrote her up. We did plan right. It was 11 minutes for that phone interview. You guys, they are rocking that. I just want to give kudos to foresters, but I was out of there by six fifteen. She didn't have to go pick anybody up at six o'clock. Um, she did have to go pick up grandchild, but it, it wasn't as hard six o'clock. Like she wasn't rushing me out of there. And so just don't always take what people say at face value. Just, just keep pushing for the appointment. And, um, you know, one of the things I'm working on is my mental toughness. So I'm rereading this book. And one of this thing, uh, one of this, uh, I love this one. It says, we learn 10 times more living through one month of stress and adversity than we learn in one year of smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. So my thought to you is when are you going to start making it tough on yourself? Because that's when you're going to really learn and you're going to grow. And if you keep staying in your comfort zone, you're going to always get what you've always got. So no matter where you are in the business, um, I'm always striving to get better. So those are my thoughts for today, Fitz, and hope that helps somebody. Truly. Well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfitz.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. 
Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.